Hello and welcome to the Thursday show on the Frontline Gaming Network. My name is Paul Murphy, your host. I'm joined by Adam Camilleri. Everybody, Merry Christmas. And Dustin Hinshaw. Merry Christmas, Wargamers. Oh, yeah. Happy holidays. Uh, we are getting close uh, to, obviously, look, this is your uh, weekly tournament show. Where we talk about upcoming tournaments coming up over the weekend. Uh, we do that each and every week here on the Frontline Gaming Network. If that's something that interests you, uh, make sure you like, share, and subscribe. Uh, we do this live also. So if you're listening to us after the fact, you can come and chat with us. And folks are, are you know, if you're in the chat right now, want to say what's up to, to folks that are coming to hang, hang out with us on this eve of Christmas Eve, uh, Nurgle Matthew, Artemis Stone, uh, Nikki D. Williams, good, good to see y'all in the chat. Uh, we don't have a lot of tournaments to talk about this weekend because obviously tournaments and a uh, major holiday falls on this Saturday. We do have a couple of things to chat about. And then we, we have, we might even turn this episode into like just full on, this is the Fuego Repito episode where we just run down and give hot yeah. takes over and over again. <laughs> but we actually, actually have a couple of dis- discussion topics. So thank you for indulging us. Please do indulge us as we, uh, we take a, a little bit of a maneuver around our normal discussion fair and talk about some of this just cool, cool stuff and just hang out with each other and hang out with y'all. Exactly. Right. We, we, we do have one event to talk about. It's a smaller one from Serbia, which is a WTC prep tournament. So it's a, it's a little bit of, on the on the lower scale. There's only about 15, 16 people in attendance, but they are some of the big, best and brightest from Serbia. So it is a little bit fun to unpack these smaller, but more shark tank-ish uh, little tournaments. And in addition to that, we might just take Fuegos from the crowd. Like you could just mm. throw out Fuego craziness and we'll just see if we roll with it. I like that idea. Let's do that. Get some Fuego ideas, guys. Yeah, hot topics or hot topic. Mm -hmm. Uh, Both could be interesting to talk about. uh, The store versus uh, the tanks uh, are the pulse of the community. Who knows what we'll get to this episode. (laughs) Exactly right. And yeah, happy holidays to everybody. It is. It is absolutely a free-for-all. But have you guys ever had any luck with a free-for-all format for 40k? Because all I do is it. I've tried it a handful of times and all at least with one person get nuked and unhappy what do you what do you, happy uh what yeah what in what reference what would be a free-for-all uh as far as uh like you have a you have three or four armies deploy on a extra larger table like an apocalypse sized oh, game oh, except everybody, yeah, it's, so it's, it's, it's free-for-all 1v1v1v1 1v1, <laughs> v1, right, right, right. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, somebody yeah, so, always gets ganged up on there's always I, I, some I get those ones. Normally, when I do like uh, when we have three people that want to play a game, since I'm like a GSC tiered player, we'll come up with like there'll be a one v one between those two, and then the GSC or tiers will have like some random roles. Like if you come near this forest, what roll and something will pop up, like a Carnifex will pop up yeah. or Trig- Trigon will pop up and attack the nearest uh, nearest enemy unit, whichever one it is. Just something like that to make it a little more interesting for them, but not automatically gang up on them. If that makes sense. One of the funnest ones we've ever done. Multiple people. Uh, so, so go ahead, Adam. Yeah, one of the funnest ones I've ever done was a, I guess it was a three-player, three three individual players against a DM, like against, with, with like a fourth player being a DM who just randomly oh, chucks nice. down APOC template. You know, also jump out of this bush. Congrats, they're five closest. Yeah, uh, yeah, Adam is struggling a little bit with his connection issues, but he is trying <laughs> to hang in here with us. Uh, thank you for your patience. Uh, as we uh, we bring him in and out of the warp, uh, get those Geller fields active, Yikes. Mr. Camilleri, and, and make sure you, you keep making different faces periodically because that way, when you freeze, it makes it much more entertaining for the people watching this live. Uh, so, so we we do uh, we, we'll try to go to the skirmish route when we have multiple folks uh, they want to play it and move the move the models around. 
Uh, that way, either the games go quicker or it's a little bit, you know, the less impact, you don't feel mm-hmm. like, uh, I wouldn't feel like they have a little bit more, uh, more uh, activity in the game itself. Yeah, that makes sense. I like, <laughs> but that's a good thing. It's like, what do you do when you got uh, an odd number of folks wanting to play Warhammer 40,000? Is that. <laughs> Uh, sorry, I'm, play, I'm playing. Sometimes... I'm, I'm playing. Is he frozen with the crowd? <laughs> it's a good time. This is this is why you got to watch it live. It's, it just makes it much more entertaining. Kara Quinn's the best kind is like watching some football, uh, listening uh, to us jibber jabber, and then do a little bit of eating and drinking. Yeah, that sounds like a good time right there. I love it. Getting right into it right now. Should we do this event? Let's do this. Let's do this Serbian. WTC Let's do the goodness. event. So th- look, this is a very small event. This is where basically uh, this look. If you write into the show with your event, sometimes we might talk about it. And if it's on a light week, you have a, a much higher <laughs> shot. Sixteen player <laughs> event that we talk about. I'm talking about your event. So we're we're maintaining our uh, legitimacy as as a as a tournament show uh, by talking about one of the tournaments happening uh, this weekend. Have I not been added to the the tournament screen, or do I get? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> legit. So th- this is a tournament from Serbia. This is a they're they're prepping for a big. This is look. This is not uncommon. So even you know my own gaming mm. club or whatever. Anytime some, sometimes when we're, when we're prepping for uh, a big event or something that needs everyone to be at the top of their game, we will we will have smaller tournaments with eight, sixteen, twenty four people. Yep. You know, coming over. And, you know, you can have a you know, much smaller venue, either a game store or somebody's somebody's place. Um, and and then well, basically Dustin's it's a bunch team. of just you know sluggers battling it out. And, um, you're on, you're playing for Team Canada. How many how many prep games have you played for that? That's happening in August. Um, starting when I play at least six Total. games a week right now. Well, that's I'm so jealous. That's really <laughs> pretty least. good. I, I love that. That's amazing. Um, we have an event to talk about, though. Let's do this quick and dirty breakdown. Like I said, only 16 players. And hopefully, Dustin will pick up the call if my connection becomes too unstable. But let's rock this I down. I got you. Uh, all right. Uh, Imperial Super Faction. One Admech, one Grey Knights, one Imperial Knights for a total of three. Space Marine Super Faction. One Dark Angels, two Blood Angels, and an Ultramarine for a total of four. Chaos Super Faction. Three Death Guard. Nice clean tight little package um, there's no xenos guys 16 players zero that's a zero for necrons that's a zero for tower that's a zero for orcs i wonder if Never that's a, if that's a, a deal with the format and the missions that are that are being structured well we'll get through the whole thing but i wonder if there's a a, a, like a real reason outside of just player preference. Yeah. So there's some things that would lead me to believe that you're possibly right. I think Necrons are, uh, Necrons are pretty good. Well, Necrons are kind of the same on every terrain. It doesn't really matter. They're, they're kind of mediocre no matter what format you're on. But things like Orcs, uh, especially with things like the the, the more mechanized Orcs or the, with the more kill rig heavy stuff, they actually really suffer on some of the very tight, very dense WTC terrain tables. Uh, I don't know if Dustin can speak to that. Yeah. Well, the actually... I will say that the WC tables are actually changing and yep. the ones that they're changing to are a lot lighter. I find the, especially from the, if you're used to like the previous years, it's a lot lighter, like more condensed in the center. And it's, yep. I actually really like it. It's a lot more balanced and it helps with the new mission packages. It might change again because we have new missions coming, but right now yes. I do find it's a little bit lighter. So these kind of, these kind of things can 
work, but I think people would want to try other things at this point. This is good. If it's a prep tournament, you want to prep mm. through, test things that you don't know if they're viable or not, right? You, you you're exactly right. You, no, you don't need to test Thick City, you know? It's yeah, good. Exactly. You know that <laughs> one. Oh, it's a surprise. It's a surprise. It's good. Oh, yeah. Sometimes hey, you want to run things Tales into is good? it. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point, though. Very good uh, point. But moving, moving on, Hive My Super Faction, two Tyranids. That's it. Nothing wrong there. Um, but here's, here's an interesting one. The, the Eldari Super Faction. One mixed Eldari, one Drakari, one Harlequins, one Craftworld Eldar. They've got the full gamut. That is That tells you a lot about what they're testing viability is. It looks to me like they're hunting for a second Eldari list in, in yeah. their, uh, to see what's going to hold exactly. true there. That's exactly what they're doing, testing up because you don't know if yeah, you want to bring a pure Drakari. You might, you might bring a pure Drakari, but I think the real test is between Harlequins, Suriani, and Mixed Eldari because a lot of exactly uh, right. a lot of countries will be taking one of those probably because they can still they're still mm. very viable. It's just a matter of which ones which ones working the best right now, which ones works the best on these exactly. Missions. And the, the thing is, the good ones. And a lot of people just Drakari is the best book in the game. Has been the best book of the mm. last of the last twelve months, undeniable. Yeah, has never been has been contested, has never been toppled, um, and so yeah. dead set you can bet people are going to take two, three lists that are going to be good in Drakari. So what? How, what do you do? You double down. You take another Harlequin list. You take another Asurani list. Something that's going to expose them in the same matchup, apply the same pressure, and and therefore uh, even up the the pairings issues, so to speak. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, exactly. I, I pulled out two of the lists that I personally like. That I personally like to look. Oh, then we'll, we'll have a quick look at those now. Uh, the first one, and uh, everyone knows Come on, my pronunciation Do of it. names, is, legend, is legendarily bad. Um, Mateja uh, Stojanovic. 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 We Go, never intentionally butcher someone's good. name on this no. show. Yeah, we're, we're trying our best. This is, this is, <laughs> we really am, want to do it I am well. legendary. Derrily bad. So um, he's, got, he's playing Admech, a Lucius Battalion, and a Mars Spearhead. Now, this is actually quite an interesting list and tells you a little bit about what people are trying to prep for in the meta. Um, it's got a Manipulus and a Marshal, two pumps, 20 Rangers, 20 and, and 20 Vanguard in addition, 10 Infiltrators, five Taraxi, two single Dragoons, which is literally why I pulled it out. And I've got that capitals because, yes, Dragoons. Uh, then into the Spearhead, has a Dominus, two single Asari, two Onagadoon Crawls with. Neutron lasers, which I believe is the eight minus two two damage one, and then another one with an yep. Icarus array. So this is actually a very heavily mechanized list, but still has a big blob of sixty infantry with a little bit of counter assault in there. I actually quite like it. It is, yeah. Look at that that counter assault in there, and then even ability to threaten some aircraft. I mean, there's, a, I guess, trying to shore up yep. a take all comers type situation. It's interesting to yeah, me that he just stacked the. Actually, um, the I, it's interesting. Yeah, sorry. Uh, is the neutron laser? That's the big baddie one. That's the strength ten one, isn't it? I I'm wrong. That's the strength ten. The, yeah, the, the, the three damage one. Yeah, it's it's the yeah, it's the big big it's bottom the big zappy one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, but the, the Icarus array is the anti aircraft. Hmm. So it's got two big yeah two big um uh, anti tank platforms there. In addition to have all of the pinch hitting fire from the Rangers and the Vanguard, I quite like it. It feels well rounded, but it feels like this gentleman's like just like uh, Onig is good. Let me find out. I'm gonna chuck him down. Well, you say well, it's well rounded. Well, because that that's playing with that that 500 points or whatever that the flexibility and the, the yeah. adeptus mechanicus have. Like he he's got his 60 bodies. You know, I, well, more than that, but he's got definitely the three, the three twenty-man bricks yeah. uh, of uh, of Rangers and Vanguard there. You know, so he's got board control, got some buffs there, uh, and then you know, 
play with the rest of the points, and that's that's what he's done. Now I want to point out something because I, I, when I was running through this list, I had some. It felt very esque to me to the, the, the comparison. This doesn't have enough army in it to you guys because this feels like it's got plenty. It's got crap loads of stuff in there. I like I like your comparison to the the Necrons. I mean, this does kind of feel like you, if you replace this yes, each so, of these units, I mean, almost like one to one. Like here's your warriors. Here's your, the, there's the ten immortals yes. where the ten slot goes. Then you've got exactly. your destroyers uh, yes. with uh, with the rest For the of the Ballastari. dragoons. Yeah, yep. well, yeah, and, and, and the two dragoons, you... yeah, heavy destroyers and. And then the yeah. the DDAs for the Onagers. You got the Doomsday Arcs, yeah. If, yeah. if you were to, a, a dead set swear to you, if you were to try and make that same list as a Necron player, you'd be over points. If you had three Phalanxes of, of 20 boys, three DDAs, uh, a couple of Spiders maybe for the Dragoons, a couple of Heavy Destroyers for the Ballastari, and 10 Lich Guard for, I don't know what the, t- the five Taraxi, what's five Taraxi for, well, like five uh, Affidian uh, Destroyers or something? I, I don't know. Affinity Destroyers? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No way! You yeah. No, they're, they're 35. There's no way. You have like three instead of the five, is, is, is what yeah. I was thinking. Because yeah. they're 35, 35, 35, equal to the 90. Yeah, I, I don't know. Because they don't have that flamer and slightly like that twi- They don't have that tweener, you know, slight, pretty good at shooting, pretty good in combat, is, is fast. They don't have that. Um, oh, maybe. Oh, sorry. Tomb Blades. Maybe it's Tomb Blades. Yeah, Tomb Blades. There you go. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Um, a, a dead set, I swear to God, you wouldn't fit it in. In fact, somebody in chat, try and chuck that into bat- to, to your Battle Scribe, Armor Guild, or whatever it may be. On a one to one analogous Necron comparison. Yeah. Uh, yeah what, what are we looking at? I swear, Admech plays, you need to shut up because your, your faction's fine. It's fine. Just not broke anymore. Stop having a it's winch. Broken. <laughs> oh my goodness. He's really, he's, uh, you committed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Double down. Double I don't down. think they were complaining. I don't think. No, that's... <laughs> no one's complained. <laughs> the Admech diehards aren't complaining. It's all the people who went and bought 2,000 points of Admech because it was broken. They're complaining. Um, <laughs> and, and you get what you get when you play the, when you chase that meta dragon. Hey, look, if you're on the bleeding edge of the meta, you just, you gotta, gotta be prepared. Yeah. Um, the next uh, army I wanted to look at, this one was really interesting. This is from uh, Philip uh, Milanovic. Whoa. Yeah, I think, I, 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 think okay. I did that. Well, you did it so quickly, I, nobody I, I, would yeah, know. I, don't think. I, feel, I feel like that was good. No, I got the, Russian, the Russian judges said there was a slight splash on the landing, but no, <laughs> I didn't see it. <laughs> <laughs> Legit. I just got to do what Paul does and just, just just send it. Just send it. Let the tongue just yeah, go. Um, he's playing... He's, this is this is the Asirani player, the one uh, I noted there was one pure Asirani. Um, and I actually... I actually quite like this list. Um, it's got two detachments. The first one is Expert Crafters and Wrath of the Dead and a patrol. And then it's got Expert Crafters, Masterful Shots and a Spearhead. It's got a Spirit Seer, five Dire Avengers, ten Wraith Blades, and then yeah, two Wraith Seers. I know, look at it. Uh, then he's got a far, two Farseers. Uh, I think one's on bike, one's on foot. Two times five Warp Spiders for being an actual monkey. A full ten-man unit of, of Dark Reapers. Three Warwalkers and another Wraith Seers. That's three Wraith Seers, ten Wraith Blades. A, the big fatty block of, of Dark Reapers to take all the buffs. And a couple little units to do bits and pieces. I actually don't hate it. No, they're playing. A, they're playing a gamble here. I think this is one of those like, well, maybe is maybe it's good. Maybe this is just something no one's messed with yet. Because look, there's a lot of units out there in the world that people just have a perception that they're bad. You can ask on the forum, mm-hmm. what is is this is this unit good? And like, no, it's bad, and you're bad for thinking that you that you might even want to play with it. You're bad for liking the way it looks. <laughs> you're bad for wanting to put it together, and you sure as heck should have never bought that thing. That that is the the uh, the some of the cadence of conversations on the internet. But what this gentleman or, or individual has done. Done is said. You know what? 
uh, I'm going to try to make it work because there, there's a there's a theme here, and we don't know within the context if this is this may have this may be exactly the environment that it needs. Exactly right. I, um, I can actually speak from experience too that uh, race seers are really good. Like they're, they're really totally good. underrated. Yeah, they're, they're really yeah, good. Agreed. Agreed. Um, I do want to point out, so uh, Wrath of the Dead, as the, um, the one of the custom craft world options, is real ones to wound in combat. Oh, sorry, does, does it say combat? Yeah, no, it just makes it attack. Yeah. So it's, 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 it's shooting as well for the race seers. They get real ones to wound innately. Um, and a lot of people that... So Wraith Blades is something that... There's some really good bits about them, and there's some really bad bits about them. Uh, the bad thing about them is they have two attacks. The good thing about them is their toughness six with three yeah toughness wounds. six yeah yeah, yeah. That, that's that's the kicker that toughness six is the I'm big not deal. sure why so this is the thing so I'm looking at this like okay I have I have often looked at wraith wraith guard you know as as viable because of that toughness six and I think they can fall back and shoot or, or um, something the so the wraith blades um the ones he's got they have the um. I think well, that's what I'm the, saying. I, I've never. I've always thought that the Wraith Guard had some play. I've never considered the Wraith Blades b- yeah. because of because of that. Well, so the yeah, you're absolutely right. The Wraith Guard can fall back and shoot. Um, the Wraith Blades um, in his guy, this gentleman's case, I believe they've got the sword at the axe and board, um, and the ghost axe will be so it'll be strength seven minus three d three damage, um, but just minus one to hit. So hit on fours, but there's there's ways of buffing out with, of course, guide doom, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, but yeah, only two attacks, and they get plus one when they charge, but still, it's not a huge amount of attack in, in by today's metrics. But that means they have the involve. Correct. Which is makes them durable unit too. So now they're six free wounds and involve. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So and this, this is they're thirty-seven points a pop. Um, so they're like, I mean, they could obviously go down to thirty-five and be on par with things like blade guard, grotesque, etc. Mm-hmm. No one would, no one would cry and get another attack, and they'd be a legitimate melee unit all of a sudden. Especially if they kept the plus one on the charge, to be they four attacks cool. on the charge. Yeah, and they, they look amazing. They had one, a, of the, one of the OG. Well, they had a fairly, I'd say, as far as Eldar or Eldari models go, they've had a fairly recent update. To, to their miniature line. I mean, two, 10 Correct. years ago. You know, <laughs> but, they still, but, they, but they look good. Yeah. The plastic ones yeah. look good. Um, so you actually don't mind this list. I think it's it takes buffs really well. It's got a lot of buffing options. For those who don't know, the Wraith Seers are essentially a a, a psychic uh, Wraith Lord. It's a Forge uh, World or, unit. Yeah. yeah they're, they're a Warlock Wraith Lord, basically. Yeah, it's actually really kind of a sexy unit. The fact that they're self-buffing, they can run out debuff. Their toughness 8 with 12 wounds on the lead. on the shoulder. Yeah, it can have a bunch yeah. of different weapons. Fires out of line of sight. Yep, quite, Wait. quite, quite good. It's ridiculous. I Very think strong. they're nice. I, I think they Yeah, I think Dustin was right. They're one of the sleepers of that book, and a really good option for people to turn to. In fact, one of the best, one of the most fun armies I've seen this edition was Harlequins with um, uh, a spearhead that had two units of um, Dark Reapers and three Wraith racers in it and then just a bunch of msu harlequins around it and mm-hmm. those three racers were the while we stand we fight options as well so if they wanted to they just chuck him in the back come get some if you can make it through all oh, these murder tough. clowns yeah. once you get it was close cool. to them they, I mean, cool. they're not they're not slouches in close combat i don't, I don't no. think they need a ton of attacks but they hit pretty hard they yeah i think exactly it's right. like flat three flat three damage four attacks or something 
Yeah, it's that, like, that's pretty the, hard. That's the downside of all. So the, the two downsides of all the craft world melee units is either their strength is garbage, like banshees that are strength three. Like pff, who cares? Sorry, <laughs> you know you can have all attacks in the world. You're winning me on fives, and uh, most of, most of my good units have an inborn save. So see you later, mate. Um, or they just don't have enough attacks to go through modern bully units. You mm-hmm. know to threaten modern bully units. Um, I remember when I was playing. I was playing paladins in my in my guard army, and I was playing against an army that had racers, wraith blades, and I was just like. My paladins is coming for you, mate. You can't stop me. Go, let's go, son. Like you can't actually threaten me at all. Let's 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 kick it on. And it was right. Like the raid that they made the charge on me, I lost like three paladins and I wiped the unit. It was it was yeah. tragic, you know. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, they, they just you still need to be supported, but but if you get that toughness, some things just struggle with that toughness. Well, they toughness seven, seven is eight. Uh, so um, they're they're top eight on the race. Yeah, 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 they, yeah, yeah. With 12, 12, 12 wounds, they're like a they're essentially Lehman Ross. They're big boys. Mm. Yeah. So I mean, um, but it, right now it's a lot of points. You got to build things around them. It sound. It seems yeah. like they're going to be pretty well insulated with all those wraith blades being around them. Exactly. You know, right. especially if you have a little bit of terrain. Like on the on the U.S. Open Series terrain, wraith blades sound a lot more. Yeah, like sound, sound pretty good. Real but... viable. But again, you know, going back to like, I admire the choices in this list because they are very unconventional. And, and mm. if you were to post this on the internet, it would it would be. You'd think, what are you, the, the half the yeah, comments would be this person is, a, yeah. is crazy, uh, but yet they're going to eventually they could they could take this but, tournament. Exactly right, but these are these are the lists that you try at these kind of events. The, yeah. You got to do yeah. you got to means test all your ideas. If you're playing at WTC level, you mean if you, you got a dumb idea, good for you. Let's test it out. You play a game. You play five games, ten games. If you, if you think you've actually got a, an amazing idea, so by all means, go for it. I think this, I think this guy might not be onto it right now, but maybe he's you know testing concepts for the future. Um, we've got this discussion topic. I think what you guys threw out something to do with uh, rules in white dwarfs. Uh, yeah. So this this is the thing. So we're you know white dwarf is uh, so white dwarf has gone through different periods of uh, mm. of like form or whatever, and and now we're getting to the point where uh, it's. It, you know, it was for a while. It was like a blend of all different things, and now it's. Uh, and then it went to just pictures for a while, I think, and then it was basically just just a catalog for a while, and now it's back and it has been for a while of being like a really good magazine. Like I have a subscription, and, I, and I'm I'm really happy when it shows up every single month, and I, I love looking at the models, I love reading the articles, and and then uh, and then now they've got these. Um, I forget flashpoints or something that, that, that they're mm. called. Um, and so they're in, introducing some rules, you know, not just for the mainline 40 K at all. So crusade and, and, you know, there's all kind of stuff in there, but there's going to be an army of renown coming, coming out, I think in this month's white dwarf. It's either this month or next month's white dwarf, but. You mean the Tyranid one? The Tyranid. Yeah. 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 Is, is it not yeah. out yet? It's not actually physically out yet? Uh, I think it's starting to get in people's hands right now, but I can't remember cool. which month it's yeah. actually the, the, the release. That's actually a good point. I don't know which month it is, but it is. I don't know which month it is either. Yeah. I, assumed, I assumed it was for December. I assumed it was, it was already I? out because everybody's seen it. <laughs> not going to lie. Well, <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. It, it prob- well, probably, depending on where you are in the country or the world, you mm. may get it a little bit different. Mm. Again, I, I'd just say that it, look, we're discussing more conceptually it, like yeah. how do people feel about White Dwarf having something in there that is going to be is going to shake things up and make people... Almost, I, if you're a Tyranid player, you have to have it. If you're curious about what you're going to face, you want it. Yeah, I like it and I hate it at the same time. I love it in the fact that it gives it gives a form and function to G-Dub to essentially throw uh, a whole a whole collection, a whole new list into Tyranid players' hands. That I, like I love it. 
essentially activating a whole like half of the of Tyranny players' collections that they haven't been able to use since goddamn fifth edition, as far as I can tell. Like, well, I'm sure. I mean, but okay, the, yes, but that could have come out in their next codex. It could have come out in, in an army supplement or whatever. So, how do you feel about being it being in White Dwarf? I'm gonna say I actually do love it. Like the White Dwarf mm. is the best, is the best it's ever been. When there is this, there's the cool thing we just talked about, and there's some cool rules. You know, when it's that, relevant, that yeah, it's, it's 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 relevant. Um, I, as a as a gamer, strictly as a as a gamer. Um, having just st- more stuff for me to learn to keep my eyes on uh, as a tyranny player, knowing they have to bring a whole another document with them to play with a, an army that already needs. Like, is, are you playing Jane Steeler Cult and Nids in the same army? Okay, enjoy your White Dwarf, your two, your two um, uh, Psychic Awakenings that you're still using, your uh, whatever else crap, whatever other crap. You know? uh, sorry, <laughs> your, 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 your campaign supplement which had the Leviathan in it. So we're up to six now to play one army. And then, oh, you got FAQs for all those documents. So it's probably blown out the 10 that you need to just play that one super faction. Hey, least hive mind I don't know. Have you That's heard of these I things? Like I have, I have, but still, like, <laughs> you're playing on a chess clock, mate. And I ask you a question. I ask you a question about a blip interaction and you're going to waste, you're going to waste 10 minutes of your clock trying to find where the F that is in your phone. Well, it's just, I, 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 I want to sympathize with that, but also like one of the things I think that is the onus is on on the player that if you are, if you are bringing that army to a tournament and you expect to do well, uh, part of it is, is being able to communicate with your opponent on the other side of the table. And that means you've got to know where your stuff is when, when asked or, or be able to to state it confidently or be willing to call a judge and the judge be like, yeah, that's the way it works. And then I can definitely speak to that because I use all of those books and every Mm -hmm. single one that's come out of that. Yeah. My, my, uh, codex bag that brings to tournaments is getting bigger and bigger now i'll always at the beginning of any game i'll always tell the opponent like or ask them have you played genius circle have you played tyranids nine times out of ten they say they're not familiar with genius circle let's be honest like a lot of people aren't yeah. so i'll always how many arms you got there buddy the yeah exactly <laughs> i'll always explain a lot of things at the beginning and say okay if anything i am like telling you it seems off tell me We'll get the book out and I'll show you. I know everywhere. I know where everything is. I'm confident. I get asked these questions a lot. So what does that be fence post do? Are like, you for real? That didn't sound yeah, like I'm something. I'm sorry. That's a, post a stop sign what? does that? No. Luckily, I don't get asked that because I don't use that right now. It's too expensive. Literally, the stop sign is more expensive than Abbott itself. So I feel, I feel like that's not. That's can you paint? Can you paint one gold? Like just have a gold plated stop sign oh, to represent cool. to represent how much how much more blingy it is than the dude who's wheeling it. I, I should I should actually do that right now. And they actually are stop signs. I've taken little train set things and put them on oh, the edge. Cool. Legitimately stop signs. That's, that's, I know we joke about it being a stop sign. I, that's really cool. It's, it's not actually it. one, but I've made yeah, my. And, and, stop and sign. Adam, you know, I was course playing slightly just devil's advocate there because yeah. I, I think what you were describing is a very real thing mm-hmm. uh, over the course of of many games, and and you never want to time out, you know, mm. uh, for a situation like that. And it, and it can yeah. it can be cumbersome. Oh, absolutely. that's that's kind of the issue especially with the older codexes i mean some of the newer codexes still have a little bit of bloat but i mean it's usually only like a book of rust to go along with your codex for the old for the, for the newer stuff and then associated faqs or writers um but the older books man they are bloating out real hard like real hard um yeah. i thought like the chaos, I, had a, I had a discussion about the chaos space marine book and someone told me that they they bring two versions of the Chaos Space Marine book with them because it got re-released, and so they got the old the old oh, one. Oh, that no, that was a long time ago. Him, it, exactly. How long ago was that? How long ago was that? No, 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 that was a really, two, really long two, time two ago. There, there were two co- two chaos codexes a long, long time ago that had different mm. rules for the the Hellglave or whatever, whatever yeah. it was called. 
Yeah. Well, so I asked this that was why do you bring thing. two? And it's because he knows how to look up things quicker in the older one. And he's like, I know this book better. So when people ask me questions, I can just go, bang, there's Veterans of the Long War. Suck it. Hitting you again. You know, et cetera. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I mean, it made sense. But the guy still brought two books with him. So it was always quite interesting. Um, that, but, yeah, that, it, is, it, yeah. that, that rules bloat is real. I love White Dwarf being relevant. But, like, oh, crap, it's it's cumbersome i mean they told us it just they lied to us guys they told us in eighth edition it wasn't going to be yes. as bloaty wasn't going to well, be the start as of the edition bloat. yeah it was fun. <laughs> the start was great for sure <laughs> just bring every, bring your space ring codex you know and and yeah, the main yeah. rule book and He's, enjoy cool, your nice. index here's your index yeah. cool it's everything you need the days of indexes are actually kind of cool too i i i'm going to be on the same page with both of you for a couple things first of all i I love when new rules come out. It doesn't matter what they are. Like having new stuff to learn, bring on the table. And the fact that it encourages different styles of lists, I love that. I absolutely love that. The fact that it's in White Dwarf and making White Dwarf more relevant again, love that too. White Dwarf is amazing, always has been. I'm glad that it is actually bringing back with the relevance of actual in-game rules so even more people will start to subscribe well, to it. They've been they in there. So actually, this is this is the first time I think that it's been like impactful. But there's been yeah. some cool Space Spring chapters that have been in there. There have been, uh, and I mean, there's there's uh, I forget. I, th I think they're called the Exorcist. They're actually a very powerful Space Spring mm -hmm. chapter that, that just don't get played. I, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, so right. what, what do you yeah. mean? I mean, more relevant, brother. Like you were. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, for yeah. sure. I mean, yeah, I remember. Exactly. So, I, and I, I love all of that. So I remember in mid seventh edition when the Militarum Tempestus Codex came out in a white dwarf. Oh yeah. And I I was so excited, like so very excited with my little Tonka truck Toroxes and stuff. Man, I, damn, I'm actually <laughs> I really want to play that army. I remember when the blood the Blood Angel Codex got a re release in fourth edition and it was yeah. not good. Like no. <laughs> <laughs> I should say it was. Let's just say it was quickly on the on the sites to get redone, and thankfully it was mm. it's been great ever since. But there was. Well, um, yeah. like, I, I put in a fuego about writing writing an army of renown, like just make up an army of renown on the spot for a faction. But I think we should do that as a discussion question. Which just oh, oh, I got one right now. Uh, let us right do now. it. Do it. So so uh, back back in the day, and actually uh, Gav Thorpe just recently retweeted. Like someone tagged him in a tweet, and he retweeted it. It was the the Army of Death. It was the full Death Company army oh, yeah, for the Blood Angels. And the so every, everything, front. and this is old school Death Company rules, where you everything in the army, no matter what you took, it was just instantly Death Company, uh, and you you played with it, and that was. Incredibly, I played in it. I played it in a no hold bars. Bars can't even talk. I've stopped. I've stopped being able to talk. <laughs> a, a no holds barred tournament, the the gladiator at Adepticon, uh, that was uh, still legal. And it was it was a blast to play. Absolute so, blast to play. lay it out for us. What would you have to take? What are the restrictions? What are the and what what are the uh, benefits? There were no restrictions. You can just basically take whatever you. <laughs> Well, no, make it up for us. What, what would it, if they, oh, oh, right if now, yeah, yeah, okay. Edition, one, yes. What would it be? I'm sorry. It has to be led by a chaplain or Astarath. Uh, probably no librarians, unfortunately. It means Mephiston couldn't be uh, could be in there. Uh, and then, yeah, probably everything had to ha has to have a jump pack. Even if it can't normally take a jump pack, you could just stick one on there. Nice. Dude, so so you would get you would get Death Company dreads with the jump pack. Yeah. Oh like, yeah. And, and rhinos with jump packs. Yeah. You know. oh, yeah. Yep. Stuff. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that, that is is that the benefit or the or the um the the punishment? 
The, the, so, yeah, oh, you have to oh, pay there's for jump punishment. Back I'm sorry, I didn't realize we had to put him on. <laughs> the punishment is you are racked by the horrible visions of Sanguinius being killed by Horus. That's that's the punishment. Would it, would it be that nothing in your army can do actions or something? Because that would be um, that'd be pretty cool. No, well, I got time. Um, I mean, every whole army gets to fall on fury, but nobody can do actions. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I'm on board. I'm on board with that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you actually start the game with zero command points because you are compelled to spend all of them on forlorn fury. Full on fury. <laughs> That's right there that makes it. That'd be perfect. You just you have you to do it. it. Even even when it's not, you know, you're not going first. You still have to do it. <laughs> you're just like, uh, and the other caveat is, if the game, <laughs> if the game goes to turn three, that you automatically lose. <laughs> Because yeah, yeah, you, 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 you ain't done it right, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> yes, something has gone wrong. Something's uh, gone wrong. They have, they still have models, and or you still have models. Either of those are bad outcomes. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I like uh, nothing can be in reserve, and uh, that's it. So that's, that's the best army around ever. All right, Dustin, okay. your turn. See, I would actually uh, before it came out, I would have done something like the stint, the crusher stampede because i like the idea of uh, midzilla stuff but since it's already been yeah. done i have another one because there are other other armies that i do play and i like and one of the things that i've always kind of wanted to see come a little bit more to fruition and just to give them some cool rules is for the harlequins to give them Ooh. an army of renown for the final act Ooh, that's okay cool. i'm on right? board that you know, sounds you know, cool have you read the fluff of the harlequins the final act is supposed to be like their mm. last interaction battle with uh chaos right so it's supposed to yep. be the end of it where they actually mm strike the final blow so it has to be like you have to take one of each hq you have to fill it you have to fill out basically a, a battalion maybe even a brigade because they have all these things that you would never normally take like the uh all these things the, the one thing the, the void the, weavers, weavers the gunship yeah, yeah the yeah. gunship yeah so you have to take three of those you have to take three star weavers three sky weaver squads you know you have to take basically three of everything and one of each of the characters but you would start to get some cool interaction with the rules like because of the final act, maybe you get uh, a Yanari like fighting death or something like yeah. that, like an act of death, right? I think that'd Man, be kind of so cool. better, well thought out than mine was. <laughs> That's actually really cool. That I, is I, really cool. I actually yeah. designed games before. I've done that and gotten paid for it. So I, I, I actually, I'm not bad at it. But I, that no, you're pretty good. That's legit. Right? <laughs> yeah, I love it. Um, right, I have naturally it's Adams. Uh, I have two. <laughs> First one is Black Templar Crusade. Yeah, you have to take. So you take you take Chadbrecht. You take every named character. So Chadbrecht, Grimaldus. You have to. You must take and an Empress Champion. Must take. There's your three HQs, yeah. and you must take every HQ choice that you take. Must be a maximum squad of Crusaders, either Primaris or or non Primaris. So nothing but twenty mans. For the benefit for the benefit of, you get to pick any three vows. From the thing, you know, you know, you have to pick, um, or maybe it's only two vows. Three vows is pretty OP. Any two, any two vows instead of. Don't tone it back yet. This is this yeah, is go to the wall any, now. Any, see what any, sticks. Any, we any edit three, it later. Any <laughs> three vows. Any three vows and ignore the or ignore the depreciations of one. Yeah, mm. but in exchange, you can't take any guns. There's no no firearm upgrades. If you take if you take them, they're they're choppy boys. No flamer upgrades. No nothing like that. Multi melters. No multi-melters, no flamers. It's we're going, and we're going right here, right now, across the table. Not even assault um, weapons? Nah, nah, no upgrades. They're all choppy boys. Just, okay. just just, shade sword and bolt and bolt pistol goodness. And that's the same for everything in the list. You take stern guard, too bad, just got your bolt guns. You take, yeah, yeah. 
that, and that, that, that's it. You just get the most basic bitch army with like all the good, st- all the good uh, overarching special rules. Um, but yeah, so it's just good, wholesome, crusading goodness. The only downside is you have to take Empress Champion, who sucks, unfortunately. <laughs> um, the other one I want to see is uh, one for Necrons. I want to see like a Royal Guard-esque mm-hmm. one where you take Caesaric and you have to take a minimum of like two or three ten mans of either Praetorians or Lich Guard or two of each. And you just get some ridiculous buffs. Like you get to be Caesaric and pick custom dynasties on top because you're like super uber like specially tactical and stuff um and i'd like to see them get a strat so that when a unit is wiped you can pay two cp if it's a five man three or four cp if it's a ten man and you get to roll reanimations for them even if they're dead uh, when you lose the la- when you lose the last guy you get to pay a bunch of cp and you get to re- try and reanimate the whole squad one once per game um because What's i think because those- i think the necrons are going to struggle with that <laughs> as in what, uh, CP or yeah 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 it'll be like I said it'd be like two CP for a five man three CP for a ten man um and then you get to roll reanimation for the whole squad when the last guy's dead um and I think that is one of the that's one of the things I really wanted to see them get in their in their um their, their codex and if they add that with with that I think that'd be sick like oh you cool you lost your last lich guard three CP try and round the whole squad and maybe you'll get you know two or three back on the five pluses and it's cool you got a squad back who can then round again maybe like you can try and yeah, yeah I think it's cool yeah Those I mean, are great maybe the, the first time that something would be able to come back from the dead we, we've had avatars not, build exactly. come back from the dead so exactly it's not, not unheard of Necrons it's should not, be it's not that crazy yeah, and exactly. it's, it's it's thematic as hell it is very thematic. No, that, like that is actually, it's a very cool. I, I just want to see rhinos with jump packs. That's <laughs> yeah. yeah. Dude, okay. I want to, dude, I want to see um, Death Company Dreadnoughts with jump packs. Cause they've got those, they've got those in Horus Heresy now. They've got, the, uh, so the, the, it's, the, um, they're not, de- I mean, of course not yeah, Death Company because that, had, but, you know, that hadn't happened yet, but yeah. they do have uh, like content for dreads that I would, I would love that to see that, like a Furioso with the freaking jump pack. So I don't understand. If it's in 30K, did they just say, hey, this thing's actually not that good anymore? So they stopped using it 10,000 years in the future? Is that Some what stuff happens? It's hard to work on, you know? Just, Skills you know. get lost. Well, the, all Skills the Contemptor chassis are pretty much gone. Only the, yeah, like legitimately, they're in the fluff. They're pretty much obsolete. Can't make them anymore. Hmm. We're, we're, we're down to old boxy. <laughs> <laughs> the angry washing machine, which I love that, by yeah, the way. I love it. I I, I, like the, the thing that got me into Warhammer was walking by a table and seeing a Dreadnought on it. Like, I have to play this game. Mm. The I Dreadnought wasn't even a, a participating in the game. It was an objective. Other <laughs> two armies were fighting towards it to claim yep. it. <laughs> I remember seeing a... It was, the, it was Black Crag. Um, so it was Orcs versus Ultra Brains. And I remember seeing they had uh, the the big old war boss, which you know had one one arm out and he had the squig on the on the gun. And uh, he was in the back of a um, a truck and he rode up, disembarked, because I was watching I was watching somebody play a game in a jeet up, disembarked, um, the next turn charged into a command squad and wiped it. Hmm. For, like wiped an ultra command squad out, and I'm like that's the coolest thing my eight-year-old asked. You could see it in your mind if it's just it's coming nice. in. Well, that's the thing back then. You remember, you remember walking to a G-Dub and the guy running the game would build that narrative in your head. He'd be like, arms coming off. He doesn't care. He's got one wound left. He's going to gun down this guy for, you know, for, you know, for the emperor. And he'd paint the picture and like your, your preteen mind would just be like, 
oh my god because <laughs> everything was so much more evocative back then i wish i could get that back that, that sounds awesome yeah i completely Please. agree Bring hey we're almost me, we're almost to a very exciting segment speaking of narrative that we call the Fuego Rapido. This is a segment of the show. We actually uh, round out the show with this, where we run down a series of topics. We give ourselves two minutes per topic to discuss them. We just kind of fire away whatever it is, uh, whatever comes up on the screen. Uh, we opine on these subjects uh, until the time runs out. When the time runs out, that's when the opinions stop. Uh, we encourage y'all to jump in the chat also uh, and talk, tell us you know, what you think about these, these topics uh, as soon as they come up on the screen and as soon as the Clark... I do that every time. As soon as the clock starts. <laughs> clock starts. I know. Here we go. What army would Santa play? Uh, Dustin, what do you think? What army would Santa play? I feel like he would need something with either reindeer or sleds or a combination of the two or something that gave out presents. So in the spirit of giving out presents, I feel like it would be Nurgle. Nurgle likes to give a lot of presents oh, to people, right? That's a good answer. Okay. Yeah, right? All Is right. It? Didn't see that coming, did you? No, I don't think. I think the way Santa runs his like little organization reminds me a lot like the fish cows. I think it's. I think he's a greater good. I think he he play Tao. I was leaning towards that a little he's bit a, too because of that. He's, but, a, uh, he's a bit of an really? ethereal running his like his earth cast little minions. So I reckon, yeah, I reckon for the greater good, I reckon be a Tao player. So, um, you know, obviously Space Wolf's a good good candidate because Logan Gribnar has the sled uh, and looks very fast and cares about humanity, uh, which we know. But I'm going to say Santa, a big guy, uh, lives in the north, uh, could potentially be an ice giant. So I'm going to say Mega Gargants. Ooh, nice. Off the beaten track. Oh. I like it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Look, Somebody should cold. do that, by the way. If you have a Mega yeah. Gargant that is Santa, you send that in. You you send that in. <laughs> by golly! <laughs> but what would he be about? What like if we were to get like let's go let's go deep? Uh, I, I like Dustin's answer. That's actually pretty deep. Got, got that there. But if we go even even deeper, you know, being around a bunch of elves all day, it's probably going to be something like uh, the Lumineth. Yeah, I was gonna say. I, was gonna I think say, Santa uh, is a Sigmar player. I do not think Santa plays 40k. Really? I was gonna say like Uthway, but yeah, I, I do like the Age of Sigmar call to be better. Actually, oh, I like the Uthway just because you have a lot of the little civilian elves. Oh, Vestrarian's a good call. Vestrarian is a good call. Actually, yeah, uh, that's yeah, actually good, good too. That's good. Yeah. Here we go. Here's another one. It's submitted by production, I believe. Biggest pet peeve about seeing movies in theaters. Other humans in the theater. <laughs> <laughs> just breathing, existing. Get out of there. Yeah, I'm just a private theater. What are you even here for? I don't know if we'll get a better answer than that. We can just go ahead and move on to the next topic. What? Uh, oh, I yeah, got one for that. I got one for that. I got uh, one for that. It is Die Hard a Christmas movie? Uh, Adam, what do you think? Uh, I, 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 I killed the last one. I wanted to get let Dustin in first. I will literally fight you if you say it's not. <laughs> <laughs> that I is the right answer. Fist fight you. That is the right answer. <laughs> I mean, I, I can't argue. I can't. Argue. <laughs> there have been so many videos and people like showing you how many Christmas references are in this movie, and the count is like eighty-nine or something it like is, that. Yeah. Okay. Well. Like, do you know what the greatest thing was? Like Bruce Willis tried to say it wasn't, and then like the entire world was like, <laughs> "Shut up!" 
<laughs> You're wrong too. <laughs> so TDS in the chat says uh, Jason uh, 10 or, uh, or X was a better Christmas movie than Die Hard. And look, I actually think that, I mean, one of our family traditions is we watch the Lord of the Rings extended, all three of them. Uh, that's uh, that's our Christmas movies. Anything can be a, a Christmas because movie. They came they came out around Christmas every year, yeah, for like the the six years I, they came out. I did they? You're probably they right. Released? Yeah, I think, I'm, I'm pretty sure they right, did. Yeah. Like, I, I remember I remember on New Year's Eve going and seeing one of them. Um, so that's why they've got that association as well. My, I think my Christmas movies are we watch Home Alone and we watch The Goonies. Oh because yeah, we, we love we love the Goonies. There's no well, the, the Goonies is one of the there. best movies of all time. Goonies, Goonies. Oh, one of the greatest, yeah. Of, of, yeah, of ever. Ours is a lot more classic, I guess. Ours is Christmas Vacation. Like, ah, oh, can't go wrong. Also, is that a Christmas movie? <laughs> Did you seriously? I'm not. Uh... <laughs> no, it. it can't. Yes, it's it, it actually can. But uh, I think Die Hard is up, definitely up there, especially for you know for us on the uh, the the edgy side of things. Of course, mm. of course. Oh, that's okay. Good. I'm glad we finally put that to bed. <laughs> All right. Are you on the naughty or nice list, Dustin? Okay. This is this is look. No, <laughs> nobody's listening right now. No one. No I was listening. No one's watching. I would. I would like to think that I am on the nice list. I have done quite a few things that I think are pretty nice. Like my wife and I, we always uh, we always get to gifts for senior homes a lot of the time every year because there's always requests. Like they ask for like coke and kleenex boxes I'm like oh my god here like it makes me so sad like whatever you want we'll just give it to you i just i i try i try to do things for the community as well and i it's not just the warhammer community i mean the community in general you want to you want to be in a nice community you want to be in a nice place you want to add to it and i think the real question here yeah is are you going to be playing crusher stampede and that's that's going to <laughs> on stream absolutely that's going to be an absolute blast to play on stream oh yeah <laughs> oh yeah uh, Adam, I considered pretending to be frozen for this question, just so you all know. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm definitely I'm on a nice list. I try really hard to be a good dude, um, and, and not just not just to to get gifts at the end of the year. I try really hard every day. Um, I don't know. I get out of the mo- I get up in the morning and I try and choose to be the the person that I, I like a per- a person yeah. I like. Yeah, be kind. That's yeah. it. Yeah. No, you guys, you know what? Both stellar gentlemen. F it. I'm on the naughty list because I'm a uh, straight up ball. Gonna, gonna wake up tomorrow <laughs> and uh, and you're gonna peel the tags off your mattresses <laughs> 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 and the pillows and all the other things that said. No, look, uh, yeah, I, I actually I think I'm, I'm on the nice list too. For sure. Uh, I'm gonna gonna say that. Uh, just uh, just love. You know, interacting with with folks and doing this, and I want to say everyone that's been in the chat or watched after the fact or left us five star reviews is also on the nice yeah. list. The best way to get on the nice list five star review. You, you yeah, got it. it. Oh, I think we've oh, we've run out of time. So, uh, so what are you looking forward to more, Witcher season two or the the uh, final season of the Expanse? Uh, I'll start with this one because I, I have not seen The Expanse yet. It's on my list of things to sit down and binge and do. And I, and I know that it's a rough patch and I know it gets way better. And I know it's going to be epic when I get there. But I am really f- looking forward to The Witcher 2. Love the first season of The Witcher. Uh, 
Mr. Cavill seems like he is just the man. Also, yes, mm-hmm. <laughs> but also bringing it with the with the acting chops and and made like I did not play the games, I did not read the books, I knew nothing about The Witcher before uh, sitting down and watching that show, and I'm hooked. I'm absolutely hooked. So, which is my answer? Yep, sure. Adam, what about you? Well, seeing as I've already watched all of The Witcher, um, <laughs> the day the day came out, I was actually unwell and had nothing else to do, and I wish there was more episodes in the damn season. Because eight is was or seven or eight was not enough, eight. not seven. enough no. for a whole year's wait. Chop chop, twelve next time, please. Um, so <laughs> yeah, the expanse. Look, the the first book of the expanse. Reading the first is, is the best book I've read in the last probably five years. I re- I kind of read a book like every month or so, and that first book of the expanse, it's best book I've read read in five in, in five years. It was absolutely fan freaking amazingly ecstatic. So very much looking forward to that too. Yep, I can see that. For me, it's, well, I'm the same. I've almost watched all The Witcher already because I was very excited for that. The Expanse is also awesome. The only reason that I would I would say that I'm more excited for The Witcher anyway is because The Expanse is going to be over when I'm done watching it. And That's true. I yeah, am so not excited for not that. Looking, <laughs> not looking forward to it finishing, yeah. Yeah, I'm not looking forward to it finishing. Uh, but And it always worries me because I see a lot of shows that do not end well. Yeah. Well. Oh, you've got them on a in your mind. They're on a trajectory, and then yeah. they'll they'll do they'll do something exactly. different. Mm. Yeah, I mean that's the supernatural ended uh, last year, you know, and that was that was that was tough. So I'm right there with you. With I've had way too many bad experiences. Angel. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Move on, move um, on to the next one. Uh, we're, 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 we're actually had a, oh. we got a question uh, from Wolf Priest Carl, which is yeah, which my death guard. All now, all done. Yeah, you know, I'm not gonna. You're not gonna hear me talk about having the, the painting the Death Guard. What's gonna be my first outing <laughs> with them? It's it's gonna be against Grey Knights or Necrons. Is actually what I've got lined up as my like my nice. first my first game against them. Uh, cool. I mean, I'm sure they're all die because they're freshly painted. And if it, if you know the 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 joke is if you have a freshly painted model, it will be the first to die. What happens if your whole yes. army is freshly painted? <laughs> You're gonna lose. You just, you just, just lose the game, right? Just gonna <laughs> box uh, yeah. with much haste. <laughs> um, do we have? Uh, we got a whole list of, set of other fuegos. Are we gonna call it there? Uh, we're, we're actually at the end of our time. We got a couple more minutes. We can throw another couple of in there. Why not? Look, we're we got we the one more bonus time. Let's do it. It's this is the spirit of giving. Let's do a couple of bonus <laughs> fuegos or, or fuegos from the chat. We got it up on this. Uh, we got it up on the screen, production boy. Yeah, we or... do. We got the one there. Ah, you see it. I can't see it. Oh, here we go. Ah. Here we go. There, sorry, it was off screen for when I was looking at it. And we have another Fuego. Is from is what we've seen of the Tau, does that make them viable? Do we think they're going to be viable? Do we think they're going to enter the meta as a contender? So uh, if yeah, we're going go by if we're going just by what we've seen, no. Because we haven't seen secondaries. Man, there's Ooh, good enough secondaries in the main book. Nope. They, nope. <laughs> Absolutely not. Um, so beyond that, I really want to see Michaelites become something mm-hmm. sexy. And I want to see a legitimately top-tier movement phase. So that they don't need to have top-tier shooting. I believe just by TV is going to have a good shooting to be relevant but they need to have a good movement phase otherwise mm-hmm. they, they can't win yep 
Yeah, mm-hmm. they can't be right. being able to have, get around terrain. Yeah, if they yeah, have a, exactly good, like, right. a lot of uh, move, shoot, move, then that would actually give them the like, an advantage they need. You're right. They need an absolute. They need an S tier movement phase. If you can, if I'm you're excited gonna, about yeah. what we have seen because we can make some assumptions that they will get a secondary. That that they, I, I, it's just which what we've seen is that there will be some type of, um, uh, you know, interactive secondary and we know they're going to get some type of buffs where they're shooting either through other character models that we are or mm-hmm. uh, hqs or lieutenant level things that we haven't seen yet or uh through things like marker lights i, I doubt uh you know marker lights will will not perform that same role that they do now in some capacity mm-hmm. mm. yeah i really want to see them get a, a reworked and, and sexy mark Whatever, whatever Michael I may be. Yeah, they're gonna maybe, do, maybe they're they're gonna do st- We can assume they're gonna do stuff yes. and stuff on top of what we've already seen. <laughs> exactly. I think is uh, is probably yeah. gonna be pretty good. The marker lights are, are well, their I, signature. They need to be. They need to be up there. Yeah, with cool exactly stuff. Exactly right. Which marker lights are, like marker lights and battle suits. That's that's literally the shtick. Yep. It, it yep. Is marker lights and battle suits? They've got Proof to be sexy, army for now. We got a, we get, we're out of time with the fuego, but we have another fuego. I think it would be a good topic in the chat if we can throw another two minutes up. Uh, how do you prepare? How do you prepare for your first team tournament, Adam? Go for it. Ooh, talk with it. Have as many meetings with your team and, and schedule them. Run run them like a team. Run them to an agenda. Um, have ones that are just strictly about um, list construction. As a team, this construction have ones that are strictly about pairings structure and have that as a team, and yeah, do everything together and have as many meetings as you can. Yeah, I think the understanding your role in that and also mm-hmm. keep your morale high outside of whether or not you are personally yeah. winning your games or not. Look at your what your team is doing. Your team, ha- ha- you're, you're there to perform a role on the team, uh, understanding what that is, and sometimes that 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 role is to go into an unfavorable matchup. And so your mm. personal morale, you know, can't be tied to necessarily what your table, your individual table performance is more. See what, how it's performing in the context of the team. Yep. Exactly. Dustin, what are your thoughts? Don't be afraid to skew your lists. And like Adam said, everything you do, you do as a team. You discuss your list as a team, what your plan is, who your defenders are going to be, what you're going to be doing to put them down there, who needs what terrain, what uh, kind of maps you need to play on. You need to discuss everything. I could do a whole episode on how to prepare for yeah. a team tournament. But the main thing is do everything as a team. And like yes. Paul was saying, you need to make sure that you have that team mentality. Not just This is not a singles mentality anymore. You're not going in your game specifically to win every single one. You are going to claw like, for every single point you can get a lot of the time. And sometimes that means sitting in the back and doing nothing but sitting on your objectives mm-hmm. and not dying. Yeah. That it, there have been so many times where you know we make the call, like our most successful teams that we that we've had have been where people knew that sometimes they're gonna take, you know, go a whole day getting punched in the face. Yep. Yep. You know, that's yeah. and it had to be okay with it. And and sometimes that meant that just decided who we put in that spot because we mm-hmm. had great players on the team that would not function well if they took a couple of L's early in the day. Uh, and so it, it made a big difference. Yep. You need to have really, that good that's out of time. That was, a, that was a great time. We could, yeah, we can definitely spend more time on yeah. it. We're <laughs> like, we're everyone on this, on, on this uh, uh, video right now, are uh, team enthusiast as far as Warhammer 40,000 goes. Yeah. This is, this is my Sigmar. Uh, I wrote, pulled up the wrong one. Cause this is my, this is my, this is my teens, our Sigmar hoodie oh. uh, for, for the wrong kids. That's, that's our team. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah. So that's <laughs> something we can definitely explore in the future. And as as we yeah. actually get out and maybe next year can do more events and more team events start happening, uh, that would be an awesome topic to continue to focus on. Absolutely. Uh, I, sure. I'm always happy to talk about team event stuff. I, it, I, like I said, six games a week practicing for it. I'm all in. I love it. Heck yeah. Well, folks, that is the end of our show. This has been awesome. Look, I know it's, uh, you know, people have a lot going on uh, with it being a holiday week and next, next week's a holiday also, but you know, thanks for coming and spending that time with us and taking, taking the time out of your day uh, to watch us, you know, whatever, whether it be on Twitch, uh, the, the, competitive 40k group on youtube uh listening to us after the fact on the podcast uh the comments you know amazing to to see and to and to hear um it's really been a great year i don't know how many how many of these have we done um episode 26 27 yeah yeah it's 26 i'm not updated 20 this week this is one of the highlights of my week that's half a year is, is really exciting to, to interact with the chat. Uh, please leave us those five-star reviews. Don't forget to subscribe. Uh, we will be back next week. Uh, we will be back each and every week. Uh, and if you if you <laughs> do want to have one of your tournaments featured, if you're running a tournament or participating in a tournament and want it featured, send it into the show. Hit me up on, on social media. I'm on Twitter at warmaster underscore TPM uh, or fights with dice on Instagram. You can also write into to any of the folks here on uh, frontline gaming network. Uh, we will do what we can uh, to work that into our schedule. <laughs> He's not actually frozen. I can see his actual movement. There it is. Oh yeah. 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 <laughs> folks, this has been a blast. We will see y'all next week. Uh, Adam, Dustin, yeah. it's always a pleasure. As always, Absolute Merry pleasure, Christmas, gentlemen. everybody. We'll, Merry Christmas. We'll get to talk to you before the new year, though. But enjoy your we'll holidays. We'll see you all soon. Love you all. Happy holidays. At Frontline Gaming, we make the best tabletop gaming mats in the universe. Our mats are durable, rollable, foldable, wipeable, and storable. Oh, and they look damn great, too. Join the thousands of tournament regulars and garage gamers who use our mats to bring their gaming surfaces to life. To ensure quality, Frontline gaming mats are custom made one at a time. Printed with high quality ink, our immersive designs stay crisp and are available in a wide range of styles and sizes. So whether you're playing a war game or skirmish game, whether you're fighting over an alien tundra, fantastical forest, or real world setting, there's a great looking battlefield for you. Our gaming mats are printed on extremely durable neoprene backing, so they won't slide around the table and they're thick enough to stay flat protecting what's underneath and allowing for slight uneven surfaces. We know from experience that an easily portable gaming surface is just better. Every mat comes with a sturdy nylon zip-up bag for storage and transportation. Whether your next battle is in your home or at the local game store, you'll be able to unroll your FLG mat and get gaming right away. Our products are all made and tested by passionate gamers at Frontline Gaming HQ right here in the USA. It's time to take your battlefield to a new level. Frontline Gaming, champions of tabletop.